Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Cleveland's answer for the 2022 season is not in Cleveland right now. It is Greeny. On ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus, Chris Carlin in for Greeny today. Hembo is here. Bubba, a.k.a. Mr. Peregrine, is here. We'll get to why he is Mr. Peregrine in just a bit. Hembo has once again abided by apparently a Save by the Bell theme Hawaiian shirt for today on Hawaiian Shirt Friday. I almost wore the Hawaiian shirt today, but I opted not to at the last minute. It's Fun Shirt Friday, and you are once again not wearing a fun shirt. No, I'm not, and the reason is I'm a professional. We have so much to do today, so much to get in, including Aaron Rodgers, psychedelic drugs, Mm. and just complete disbelief. We will get to that. We will also get to issues with the Yankees and something that is really alarming for the Chicago Bears. It is all, all on the docket for today. But as you would imagine, we've got really one opportunity to roll in the biggest story in the league. Here we go! Only one place to start. And that is with Deshaun Watson. And look, we are at a point right now with Watson where the assumption has to be made. Frankly, the acceptance has to be there for the Cleveland Browns to understand that they are not going to have Deshaun Watson at all in 2022. The league yesterday appointed former New Jersey Attorney General Peter Harvey to be the designee who would decide what the proper punishment would be in the NFL's appeal. It's not going to be Roger Goodell in part because of exactly his all of his commitments over the next several weeks and wanting to get this settled rather quickly. So how long is this appeal going to last? Here is Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL Insider this morning on KJM. Really, the only thing that can happen at this point in terms of not not new information, but additional information is the the NFLPA now has the right to respond in a briefing to the NFL's appeal. And they have to do that by the end of business today. So the NFLPA and Watson's camp will submit that back to the league to say, this is why we don't agree that his suspension should be increased at all. No new information or evidence can be added to that. So really, the hay is in the barn in terms of the investigation. Then um, Peter Harvey will take that into consideration. Uh, I guess the long and short of it is the NFL has not given me a timeline, Mm -hmm. but it seems very reasonable them understanding these be expedited that by, I'd say, midweek next week, uh, total guess on my part, but just in terms of, of the vibe here, I think that that would be when we'd expect a decision to come down. And by midweek next week, the Cleveland Browns have to have Jimmy Garoppolo on the roster. And we're at a point now where their roster is so good that they have a legitimate chance in the AFC. Remember what their odds were to win the conference, let alone the division, not all that long ago? 
They were, I believe, they were sixth in a loaded, loaded conference to win the conference. And just to give you an idea, after Watson's six-game suspension came down two days ago, they were plus 220 to win the AFC North. Now, they're plus 300, and the third best option behind Cincinnati and Baltimore to win the AFC North. There is, there, there is never a situation like this where you're going to be without your starting quarterback for the year, and you have what is just a perfect option for you and for your system, frankly, that will, I'm not going to say completely replace what Deshaun Watson brings, because that would be unrealistic, but a guy with which you can win. Jimmy Garoppolo has been to a Super Bowl. You can win with Jimmy Garoppolo. And by the way, for the 49ers, this is exactly the situation they want. They now can keep Jimmy Garoppolo from going to, let's say, the Seattle Seahawks. They can simply get a seventh round pick for him, get him to take the money, which the Browns, by the way, can afford this year. It's the last year at $25 million, and the Browns are $48 million under the cap. It's too perfect. It's too perfect across the board, but as usual, Hembo is adding to the argument because he has got numbers when it comes to why he's such a good fit with the Browns' run game specifically. Well, we know that the Browns have Nick Chubb in their backfield, one of the very best running backs in the whole sport. We saw Baker Mayfield benefit from that to a large degree two years ago when he was healthy. And last season, my friend, Jimmy Garoppolo led the NFL in yards per pass attempt at more than 10 when using play action. That was the Kyle Shanahan offense. It's a cousin, if not a brother, of the Kevin Stefanski offense. It's not obvious to me that with Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback, the Browns could have a real chance to win their division. He's not among the very best in the sport, but he has proven twice in the last three years that he can take his football team as far as they're supposed to go. They they have to go and get somebody that can give them a chance. If there's one thing we know in the NFL, windows for teams are just not that big. They're just not that big. And we can all sit here and say, well, the Browns are going to be in good shape for the next few years. Four words that you always need to remember in this league. You just don't know. You don't know what's coming your way. You don't know who suffers an injury that knocks them out of next season. You don't know when your opportunities are going to come. And when they present themselves on the doorstep, the Browns acted what they felt was accordingly by going and getting the final piece to the puzzle into Sean Watson and doing so in an alarming fashion. Uh, in, in, in the fact that they would reward somebody going through everything that he is dealing with, the self-inflicted wounds uh, that he is dealing with right now, to the tune of the largest contract in the history of the NFL and the most guaranteed money ever. And now they're in a position where they're not going to have him at all this year. They knew he was the answer for their problems. You can't just punt on it now. Not when you are fortunate enough in one of your concessions of giving him a contract that had him making just a million dollars this year so he would not lose very much money based on whatever the possible suspension was. Well, it benefits the Browns, too. 
because now they have that $48 million to work with under the cap and they can easily, easily go and make a trade. And if you're thinking about what could the actual hurt toward the locker room be. Lewis Riddick, ESPN's NFL analyst, he answered that question yesterday on Canty and Carlin, which, by the way, is 3 to 7 Eastern Time weekdays on ESPN Mm. Radio. Let's hear from Lewis Riddick. Professional athletes, whether it be football, basketball, baseball, are some of the greatest compartmentalizers that there are walking the face of the earth because once players aren't out there there thinking about Deshaun Watson's issues – or thinking about what they're going to be asked after the game, or thinking about anything other than trying to be a professional and be, do the very best job at their craft. I, I think players, although there may be some talk about certain things in a locker room when you're talking about something as heavy and as important and as impactful as this situation surround, surrounding Deshaun Watson, players, you know, they really do try to keep it about the profession. In other words, they're not thinking about it because they are able to compartmentalize and they're thinking that if we got Jimmy Garoppolo, all of a sudden a season that would be an awfully difficult to make the playoffs becomes much easier. Jacoby Brissett's a weather the storm guy for a few weeks. That's not what Garoppolo is. And from his perspective, you're not going to find a quarterback who's more motivated to play well considering if he goes to Cleveland with the weapons that they have, what kind of season he could have and then prove to somebody else that he is well worth a big contract this offseason as opposed to maybe trading a lot of draft capital to go and draft a quarterback next year who you hope is the guy. Garoppolo can establish himself as the guy for someone out there right now. This is why, like, you know, last week we were talking about the fact that the Giants were actually the betting favorite. And Chris Canty this week on the air is saying, you know, Daniel Jones is still dealing with this neck thing. And this is not 100%. And he hasn't looked great so far. He had a good day in practice on Wednesday. But it's not like he has been lights out so far. In other words, there are teams that at the end of this season are going to need their guy. And they will be talking about drafting him. That's fine. Give me the guy that just went and established himself again as a good quarterback in the league. Yeah, there, there are teams that potentially at the end of this preseason will need a guy. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think the 49ers might actually find themselves in a somewhat advantageous position to just sit and wait. Wait three weeks. Wait three weeks towards the end of the preseason process and just see what happens. Because they, they thought maybe a week or two ago they would have to cut that guy. They might wind up getting a decent draft pick for Jimmy Garoppolo, and some team might take all that money off their hands. See, you think so? I, I See, I think the Browns could take all that money off their hands, and if I'm the 49ers, that would be my primary concern. If I get a sixth or seventh round pick, I'm accomplishing what I need to do. And I'm the Browns, by the way. I need to do this now. Mm. I need to get this guy in my playbook. And I, I get it. The Watson thing isn't official yet as to what it's going to be. What's the worst that happens? They're paying a backup $25 million for this year if Watson somehow miraculously could play through an injunction or something like that. They didn't happen, though. Uh, yeah. right? That's not happening. It's it, not happening. So if you had to bet today, you would bet that Deshaun Watson does not see the football field the entire season. He will not play it down. And the, and the biggest reason why, and I, without getting too far into the weeds, is that if Watson and his lawyers sue, 
they have to prove that the process was unfair. The NFLPA has already come out in their statement before the, the, the punishment was handed down and said this entire process was fair. So they're going to get, unless they have an incredibly sympathetic judge, they're going to get laughed out of court. The smoking gun here, my friend, is the freaking contract he signed, which with, with a $1 million base salary yeah. and then a $46 million base salary for each of the next four years, essentially said, we think that you, we think that you will miss the whole season. The six games thing was a surprise. Deshaun Watson's camp thought so. The Browns thought so. And at the end of the day, that's going to wind up being what happens. Chris Carlin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. We are presented by Progressive Insurance and now a no-frill ad brought to you by progressive insurance here it is you can save big when you bundle your home and auto with progressive that's it see just a good old-fashioned straightforward ad see if you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or at progressive.com up next some nfl news that you're not paying attention to that you really need to be plus The social importance of what has happened at the quarterback position over the last 40 years in the league. We will get to that in just a moment. It is Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. 
Social importance of the quarterback position. That in 30 seconds. Chris Carlin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio. Presented by Progressive Insurance. You know, summer's packed with things to do. And you can enjoy them all. Because if you need to hire, ZipRecruiter can help. ZipRecruiter's technology finds great candidates. And you can invite them to apply. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. Right now, we welcome in... Manscape NFL insider Jason Reed. Jason has a new book out called Rise of the Black Quarterback, What It Means for America. Jason, book came out this week. Excited for you. Appreciate it. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. So let's just, without ruining the entire concept of the book, what does it mean for America? Well, you know, quarterback is a uniquely American leadership position. Let's take it away from the field. When you talk about in corporate America, the person who leads a big project for a company, who's a, who, he's the quarterback, he or she rather, is the quarterback of that team. If you talk about going into the, to the hospital or going to a doctor for a medical procedure, especially one that's serious that, that the doctor has to get you through, well, the doctor who's leading that team is your quarterback. When we think of quarterback, we think of the best among us. We think of the smartest. We think of the most capable. We think of the person who other people rally around. So if black men, as they were throughout the majority of NFL history, were excluded from playing that position because they weren't considered smart enough, they weren't considered tough enough, they weren't considered to possess leadership capabilities, that says a lot about American society as a whole, especially as the NFL became the 800-pound gorilla and dominated American pop culture the way it does. So what the rise of the black quarterback means for America, it mirrors the rise of black people in the nation in the previous century in this one, and what it shows is that if people can get opportunities on a playing field, if a playing field becomes somewhat level, not even completely level, but somewhat level, the best among us, regardless of race and creed and color, can rise up and contribute to the American fabric, can contribute to this country in ways that previously they weren't considered able to because of how marginalized they were. So that's what the rise of the black quarterback means for America. Representation matters. Jason, You know, as we also know with America, it is slow to change. And it's very much the case in the NFL. Mentality is slow to change. Now, with that in mind, I'm old enough to remember when I was a kid, was seeing one of the all-time great performances in the Super Bowl, Doug Williams in Super Bowl XXII. Are there specific big moments like that that play huge roles in in determining how change can be affected, or is it just a gradual thing? No, no, I, I, I go with the, with the former part of your question. There, there are definitely moments. I mean, the, the Doug Williams Super Bowl performance you, you, you mentioned, I mean, that was a seminal moment because up until that point, the belief was, and I mean widespread belief among general managers and coaches and, I mean, many white players, that black men could not – achieve at the highest level playing quarterback, that a black man simply could not lead a team to a Super Bowl victory. So when Doug Williams went out that day and the Washington Redskins, and I say the Washington Redskins because that was their name then, went out and crushed the Denver Broncos and Doug Williams passes for 340 yards, four touchdowns. I mean, they're going up and down the field on Denver like there's not even a defense there. And he wins the game's MVP award. That was a major moment. 
you know, there was, you know, there were still some people who said, well, you know, that's a one-off. He just got lucky that day. But that was a seminal moment in this moving the ball forward. Then I point to when Warren Moon, who didn't get drafted into the NFL, despite the fact that he led the University of Washington to a Rose Bowl victory and was the co-player of the year in the conference, he has to go up to Canada to, to realize his dream to play quarterback. He goes to Canada, sets all kind of records, wins championships, signs the free agent with the Houston Oilers, and then after, quite frankly, a rough transition period, he goes on this run. He becomes a, a perennial pro bowler. He's putting up these gaudy statistics, passing, and so then it's like, okay, well, Doug Williams, that could have been a one-off. Maybe it was just a fluke. But now this Warren Moon guy is getting it done. And then also this guy named Randall Cunningham, a uh, guy who was drafted out of the University of, Nova- La- 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 University of Nevada, Las Vegas, you know, a guy who was a second-round draft pick. Well, he gets in the game for the Philadelphia Eagles, and he becomes the ultimate weapon. The NFL had never seen anything like him. This guy can throw the ball 80 yards and outrun defensive backs. So we're talking about the late 1980s the early 1990s, those three guys really moved the ball. And then there's this tacit acknowledgement by the NFL, by the 1999 NFL draft, when three black quarterbacks were taken in the first round, Dante Culpepper, Achilles Smith, and Donovan McNabb. And it was a tacit acknowledgement by the league, okay, these guys actually can play. We got to get them in the mix here. Jason Reed, Anscape Senior NFL Insider, the author of the new book, Rise of the Black Quarterback, What It Means for America. Okay, so in current times, we just had something happen with Kyler Murray last week where uh, they had the clause about studying and Frankly, that was for a long time, uh, as you have alluded to, a major problem in the development for black quarterbacks. Just how did you view that in the context of the book? Yeah, you know, I want to be perfectly clear about this. There has never been a better time to be an African-American man who's playing quarterback in the NFL. Mm -hmm. They've risen to a position of once unfathomable power and influence. Uh, Two of them have the biggest contracts ever. Uh, Five of them are on the top ten list ever. So this is a great time to be a black quarterback, no doubt about it. And I didn't draw a line and I can't draw a line, a straight one or a crooked one, from the racism of the past to Colin Murray's contract situation. That, to me, and from talking to people around the league, really, is specific to Kyler Murray. Now, having said that, it does bring back memories of a time when black quarterbacks were just believed to be stupid and lazy. And, you know, the, the reality of it is the Cardinals really made a mess of this situation. They guaranteed Kyler Murray $160 million for injury and $105 million at signing. That's the second biggest guarantee behind Deshaun Watson in league history. So you don't do that unless you're all in on a guy. And, you know, from talking to people, the sense I get of it, the best spin is that the team is generally okay with Kyler Murray's, Murray's study habits, that he's a two-time Pro Bowler, he was the AP Offensive Rookie of the Year, but that they – so for him to reach his potential, they want him to put in more time. Well, that's a conversation you have with him. You don't put that in the final paperwork of this contract and have it get out and make everybody look bad. Now, having said that, look, there are no sacred cows in this game. No one's red-shirting. Everyone gets paid, and the scoreboard dictates what we think of people. Kyler Murray did at one point. There was a quote attributed to him where he talked about not being a guy, you know, who's in the film room all the time. Now, if you say something like that, you're going to be held to account for it. And so I don't have a problem with 
what the Cardinals did from the standpoint that the Cardinals were trying to be overtly racist. I don't, I don't buy that. I don't see that. The Cardinals made a, a huge mistake, and they acknowledged it by taking the independent study of denim out of the contract. And they also made a huge mistake because if you're going to guarantee a guy all that money, you have to completely build him up as much as possible. And now this is going to be a cloud over Kyler Murray's career for the remainder of it. And I guarantee you the next time he has a bad game, and he will because everyone does no matter how great they are, the first thing people are going to think about, ah, he wasn't studying again. Jason, last one. Um, You mentioned in your first answer that it didn't even necessarily have to be a level playing field, but a a playing field where the – opportunities would at least present themselves for some black quarterbacks. Are we close to a level playing field? Yeah, I think we're, we're as close to a level playing field probably as we're going to get until uh, racism is eradicated in America. I mean, you know, what, what we see in the NFL reflects the society as a whole. It always has. That's just the way it is. The NFL is just a microcosm of society. So, you know, what I would say is, is that, yes, we are now at a time where you will never, ever hear again an NFL war room, an NFL draft room on, on, on draft day. They're called war rooms. You'll never hear, well, we're not going to take that guy because he's black. I mean, that, that, that does not exist anymore. And I've talked to, to black executives about that, white executives about that. It just no longer even comes up. But we're also still at a point where Patrick Mahomes, who at 24 was the youngest player to have a league MVP award, a Super Bowl trophy, and a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl MVP award, he felt compelled last week to address anonymous quotes about his performance in Lamar, Lamar Jackson, uh, the great quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens, because the quotes seem to have some coded language that seemed to him to be a little bit different than quarterbacks who don't look like him and Lamar Jackson would get. So, yeah, we are, we are probably as close to a level playing field as we're, we're ever going to get, and no one can deny that immense progress has been made from when this league was founded. But progress is not necessarily perfection. Jason, this is a phenomenal read. I highly recommend it to everybody out there. Rise of the Black Quarterback, what it means for America. It is out now. Jason Reed, Anscape Senior NFL writer and insider we appreciate it thank you good luck with the book hey thank you for having me absolutely and and it is a great read especially here in the summer it is a quick one um i got i got a copy of it yesterday so i have just started but i am already locked in through the first couple of chapters highly highly recommend chris carlin in for greeny on espn radio and on espn plus you know summer is packed with activities so if you're a business owner you don't want to spend your time sorting through unqualified candidates you could be at a backyard barbecue with friends that's why you need ZipRecruiter to find great candidates they do the work for you ZipRecruiter's technology finds the right candidates for your job and you can invite your top choices to apply four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash greeny that's ZipRecruiter.com slash greeny ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Chris Garland, as we said in for Greeny, Hembo is here on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. It is time for a little... I'm sorry, what? 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 I'm sorry, what? what? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry. What? what? You know what I hate is the little delay there when, for some reason, my fat finger that hits the button doesn't register on the screen. You think your finger 
girth is the reason why that's happening? I don't know. I don't know if it is, but it's troubling if it is because mm-hmm. you would think that would do nothing but help. I would think so, too. I would think I so, too. I thought that was too. a competitive advantage for you in this case. Well, Hembo, <laughs> you would think. I don't have many, but Hembo, <laughs> with, with I'm sorry what today, there is a quote from Chad Johnson regarding Zach Wilson that I wouldn't say is troubling, I wouldn't say is alarming, but I would say is dangerous. So, give me the quote. Oh, I thought you... I thought you had it. Uh, I thought you had it. Well, the quote from Chad Johnson is, he looks a lot like Patrick Mahomes. I'm not saying he's Patrick Mahomes, but if you look at the way he releases the football and moves around the field, Zach Wilson looks a lot like Patrick Mahomes. I'm paraphrasing. I got a little more for you. Zach is extremely good. He has the it factor. Very Patrick Mahomes-ish. Ooh. Johnson said, I'm not saying he's Patrick Mahomes, but, you know, as he goes on to say, he's sort of comparing, not equating, but comparing the two. And I think, despite our miscommunication here, that it is very dangerous because he is, (laughs) I think, doing the very definition of setting Zach Wilson up to fail after a miserable rookie season. Let's start with perhaps a league average quarterback, not the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. Yeah, let's just start with... A guy who can play in the league. How about that? A guy who's not going to kill us. Let, let's, let's just start there. And it's Chad Johnson. Or, is it Johnson or Ocho Cinco? Did it, he go back to Johnson? It is now Johnson. He's now Johnson again. So it's Chad Johnson. There is a, a grain of salt or perhaps a pound of salt to be taken with the comment. <laughs> but nonetheless, it is alarming if you're a Jet fan to hear something like that. Because the worst thing that you can possibly do, as we know, certainly from Greeny and from anybody else, and it, it takes a lot to, to crack the nut of giving optimism to a Jet fan. When Chad Johnson says something like that, he's taking a big old whack at mm. it right there. I, I do think it's a bit much. He went on to say, but you watch his mechanics, his throwing motion, the way he moves. He's very Patrick Mahomes-ish, so I became a fan. And look, I understand the allure because Zach Wilson went from being someone that none of us had ever heard of to at the very top of the draft in large part because he made us say, wow, right? Yeah. As far as I'm concerned... The only comparison to make between Zach uh, Wilson and Patrick Mahomes is Zach Wilson on Instagram. We've not seen it at all. We've not seen it at all anywhere else. And I think Patrick Mahomes' success in the NFL might be the biggest reason why Zach Wilson was drafted so high and will also be the reason why so many other teams potentially make mistakes in the future because Patrick Mahomes, the outlier, succeeded. But when you consider the environment that he entered in Kansas City, that's obviously night and day from what Zach Wilson encountered when he reached the Jets. I'll tell you why, why else this is a bad thing. The Jets need Zach Wilson to get away from wanting to improvise all the time mm. and, and run around and chuck it down the field. Because, yes, he does that well, but he can't be just reliant upon that all the time and trying to make something happen where there is nothing. Patrick Mahomes had a Hall of Fame play caller, a Hall of Fame receiver, a Hall of, fight, a Hall of Fame tight end, and got to sit behind Alex Smith for a year. Zach Wilson doesn't have any of those things. No, he does not. None. I mean, he's pro, you know, prolific in, in other ways, but... Zach Wilson has nothing like that on the field. So to me, like, it's just obviously Chad Johnson blowing hot air. I understand the allure. He looks awfully good in his sort of combine gear, right? But I need to see it on the football field before I go anywhere near as far as he did. And then there is more quarterback. Well, I guess I'd call it sneaky big news. Sneaky big news. You know, if you're not paying attention, Matthew Stafford with the Rams is dealing with an elbow issue. 
And they're calling it tendinitis. Sean McVay yesterday said it was a, an injury that not a lot of quarterbacks deal with. So what does that mean exactly? Are we talking about something where he could use Tommy John surgery? Is it something that pitchers deal with? I'm not saying that. But think about Matthew Stafford for a moment. Last year, he had been dealing with these kind of problems. He went into this very short offseason, considering they just won the Super Bowl, and had a procedure done. Some people are calling it PRP. Feels like it was a little bit more, you know, the the platelet-rich therapy. Feels like it was a little closer to surgery than than that would really indicate. But think about being Stafford for a second. You go through the offseason, you have that done, you're coming back to play, and in theory, that procedure is supposed to fix the problem. And the problem is exactly where it was at the end of last year. I'm calling this sneaky big news. Keep an eye on this situation, mm. okay? Because it feels like it is bigger than it is being made out to be right now. It feels like there is a little bit of information coming out from Sean McVay, but it's being downplayed. You're not going to see Matthew Stafford at all in the preseason. He's not doing any team stuff right now. He's only working in individual drills and shut it down. Remember when you couple that with the fact that it's an incredibly short offseason to begin with? You think like that's not a big deal? We're talking about a month shorter than other teams in the league. That's a big deal. The, the Rams are not going to bust it as hard in camp because they want to stay as fresh as possible. Matthew Stafford, put it this way. If I'm drafting a quarterback in fantasy football, be careful. Mm, this, be careful. What I'm uh, fearful of is that this could turn into something like what we saw with Ben Roethlisberger. Because yeah. once Ben Roethlisberger had his elbow worked on, he was throwing pillows for the rest of his career. Matthew Stafford's greatest strength is his arm talent. It was the biggest difference between he and Goff. It obviously opened up the playbook for Sean McVay. If that's not going to be the case anymore, even 10% less, it's going to really affect how effective that offense can be. Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. Up next, Aaron Rodgers has been acting as if he's more enlightened than all of us for quite some time now. Now, we know why. It's next on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Aaron Rodgers lived on my freshman floor uh, in my dorm in college, and I didn't realize it. What am I talking about? We'll tell you in a second. For all the ones who get it done, Granger is always there to help. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 24-7 support, free access to product specialists and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. Hembo is here. Bubba is here. The hashtag crew. Aaron Rodgers appearing on the Aubrey Marcus podcast. Who? Who is Aubrey Marcus? Do we know who Aubrey Marcus is yet? <laughs> Seriously, Hembo, Bubba, who is Aubrey Marcus? Am I missing something? Is he, He's got to be like a, a self-help guru type. Is that what I'm guessing? I don't know. Yeah, I've never heard of him in my life. But, okay. Uh, I know who Aubrey Huff is. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we unfortunately we do. Speaking of self-help, <laughs> I, I, um, Aubrey Marcus has 357,000 subscribers on YouTube. So we, may, we might be the only three that have never heard of him. Well, it's possible. Here, I don't think it's likely. Here's Aaron Rodgers on the Aubrey Marcus podcast talking about well his journey to me one of the core tenets of your mental health is that self-love and that's what ayahuasca did for me it was help me see how to unconditionally love myself and it's only in that unconditional self-love that then i'm able to truly be able to unconditionally love others Mm -hmm. And what better way to work on, for me, in my own, this is my own belief, but what better way to work on my mental health than to, than to have an experience like that? I mean, the best, the greatest gift I can give my teammates, in my opinion, is to be able to show up and to be someone who can model unconditional love to them. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's important I play well and show up and lead and all that stuff, but they won't care about what you say until they know how much you care. He also said in using ayahuasca, which for those who are unaware is a psychedelic drug, it's from what I understand, it is something that you drink and it's basically, uh, you know, a version somehow of LSD. At least that's what it sounds like. Uh, He also said that he felt incredible healing and forgiveness and a hundred hands on his body which felt like those of his ancestors. Okay, a lot to unpack. First of all, let me say this. When it comes to self-love, he's, he couldn't be more right. That's actually, you know, you've got to love yourself before you love anybody else. And I know because I've really hated myself for a long time. Now, having said that, I think it's safe to say that we all knew the guy, didn't we? Or we all know the guy or knew the guy currently or... or in college, whenever, who was Aaron Rodgers in this situation. I'm going to give you an example. 
my freshman year at Hobart College, there was a guy who lived on my floor of Cheryl Hall, and his, let's just say his name was Jeff. His name was not Jeff, but let's just say it was. Jeff was at the end of the month out of money on his food card. So Jeff, on the weekend, because he was hungry, ate an entire eighth of magic mushrooms. (laughs) Jeff had a weekend-long trip. And I think Jeff, at the end of that trip on Sunday night, actually said... You know, I felt the hands of a hundred of my ancestors. I mean, it's unbelievable what this man will do for attention. And he did two and a half hours in this interview (laughs) with Aubrey Marcus. You know that guy, right? You've got you've had that guy in Mm. your life. Uh, Yes. Although I think in Aaron Rodgers case, he likely did not run out of money at the end of last month. No, I don't think he ran out of money on his food card. Uh, I, think no. that's, I think that's unlikely. Yeah. Now, obviously, like, look, I'm a whatever works for you kind of person. And Aaron Rodgers, like the, the results here are beyond reproach. He won back-to-back MVPs. My only suggestion. He actually partially credited winning back-to-back MVPs to doing ayahuasca because this was on a trip in Peru uh, between 2019 and 2020. Right. So I don't know if this was before or after the Jordan Love pick that rocked his world, but that obviously <laughs> changed a whole bunch of stuff. I think next year though the Packers need to ensure that they secure that first round by and they need to send Aaron Rodgers to Peru for that week right I guess I mean look it didn't work for Tony Romo right his famous vacation they lost in the first round in Rodgers case right he needs to go to Peru for a week Bubba uh, your take on ayahuasca Aaron Rodgers and the whole situation (laughs) I mean I'm just thinking of your you know your friend Jeff and all I can think of is you know after that weekend he wasn't hungry anymore, so I think it was a success, right? <laughs> Jeff didn't know he had a stomach after that weekend. <laughs> Point is, and it needless worked. to say, at the end of freshman year, Jeff was asked not to return to Hobart oh, College. <laughs> so, are you looking forward to, or are you not looking forward to, Aaron Rodgers' new podcast post football? Oh, I'm not. I'm not. Two and a half hours? It's clearly going to be on the Aubrey Marcus Podcast Network. Yes. Whatever that is. Most definitely. Based on what has just happened. But let's call this what it is. Aaron Rodgers is going through a midlife crisis. (laughs) That's what it is. Aaron Rodgers is clearly going through a somewhat early midlife, midlife crisis. And if you're turning to ayahuasca to find the answers and enlightenment... You've got bigger problems, dude. Hit therapy. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.